there, writers. This is Kristen Kiefer, and you are listening to the Well Storied Podcast, where I share tips and tricks to help you craft sensational novels and build your very best writing life. Today, we are tackling an article over on the Well Storied blog that I've actually previously recorded as a podcast episode. Originally, I believe it was episode number 10, so pretty early on in the game. And in reviewing this article recently, I realized that it was just kind of in need of an update. I really didn't... Uh, like, or it wasn't that I didn't agree with the tips I shared anymore, just that I didn't think they were presented in a way that really made the most sense. And so I've gone ahead and given this article another update, and I'm excited to share it here with you on the podcast again. And so today's episode and article are titled 11 Tips for Creating a Feel-Free Writing Routine. If you would like to read along as you listen in, make sure to head on over to well-droid.com routine. Let's dive in. Eleven tips for building a feel-free writing routine. Building a consistent creative practice is key to achieving our writing goals. But with all the chaos of life, establishing a writing routine is often far from easy. With a scarcity of writing time, energy, and motivation alike, it's easy to guilt ourselves for skipping writing sessions or outputting uninspired work. But rather than give into creative blues, how can we build writing routines that leave us feeling free? Let's break down my top tips in today's episode, writers. Learning to prioritize writing in your life. The first step toward building a writing routine that works well for you is to take measures to prioritize writing in your life. Let's take a look at how we can do so from a few different angles. Tip number one, give yourself permission. For some, writing is a pleasure in which they freely indulge. But for others, there's a measure of guilt that comes with making space for creativity. Often this guilt emerges from concerns about how we're spending our time. Are we misusing hours better spent with our children, on work that pays the bills, with friends, or on exercise? <laughs> this may certainly be the case in some situations, but it's important to recognize that it's okay to spend time feeding your creative passions. You'll never feel truly alive and fulfilled until you do. Tip number two, get real about your writing time. Don't think you have the time to write? Think again. Most of us have more than enough time to slip a little writing into our days or weeks, yet we fail to do so as the siren call of social media scrolling, Netflix browsing, and other such unnecessary activities plague our schedules. If you're ready to make writing a priority in your life, take a good hard look at where you're spending your time each day. See if you can't identify pockets of potential writing time or rearrange your schedule to create them. Tip number three, make sacrifices. We'll never have the time to do all the things we want to do in life. With that in mind, it's important to recognize that you'll likely have to make some sacrifices for your writing life. Now is the time to reevaluate your priorities. I'd suggest creating a list of your top five, which may look a little something like this. One, pay the bills. Two, spend time with loved ones. Three, eat well, exercise, and get enough sleep. Four, write my dang book, and five, do whatever else may be important to me. If your list of priorities far exceeds the top five, it may be time to get serious about what you really want to do with your life. Is writing a book truly important to you? If so, 
Are you willing to make sacrifices to prioritize that goal? Tip number four, find your creative groove. Some writers can sneak in a few words at nearly any time, perfectly content to build a slow and steady daily writing habit. But for others, finding a creative groove takes more time. If you're someone who needs a good while to get into the zone, it's okay for consistency to mean something different for you. Whether you're completing two or three big writing sessions in a week, or making the time to pound out a few words each day, what matters most is finding a consistent practice in the long run. Next, writers, let's talk about organizing our physical and digital workspaces. Perhaps this is just the minimalist in me, but no writing routine would feel truly freeing if my physical and digital workspaces were cluttered with unnecessary junk and avoidable distractions. If you feel the same, use the following tips to build a healthy working relationship with your personal writing space. Tip number one, get your work together. Several years ago, my work was a mess. I had a plethora of poorly organized notes spread across the pages of notebooks and computer files, various drafts of chapters all poorly named, and no true sense of some much-needed visual organization. And this was affecting my work to be sure. Taking the time to get my crap together wasn't fun if I'm honest. I had to wade through mountains of messy notes and computer files, condensing, reorganizing, and importing all of this into Scrivener for the epic organization it provides. But in completing this massive task, I've never felt more in control of my projects, and I no longer struggle to stay organized either. All of the time I used to devote to hunting down the right notes or drafts, I now spend writing up a storm. And that feels amazing. Tip number two, adopt an automatic backup system. Writing is no easy task, and there's nothing more terrifying than losing all of your hard work. I used to spend much of my writing time worried that I'd forget to back up my work when I was done. Now, I have an automatic backup system in place that ensures I can fully devote all of my mental energy to writing and writing alone. My solution? Dropbox. By housing all of my writing-related files in a downloadable Dropbox folder, my work automatically updates in the cloud every time I press save. Personally, I'm also a fan of Backblaze cloud storage, which works similarly, and I know other writers love making use of Google Drive. And finally, tip number three, create a happy writing place. If you're lucky enough to have the free time to write from the comfort of your home, Try creating a personal writing retreat, a special place or atmosphere dedicated specifically to writing. This may be at a desk, in bed with low lighting, on your couch with a mug of tea, whatever helps you get in the zone. If you're often forced to sneak in writing elsewhere or under less than ideal conditions, however, explore triggers that help you find a groove despite distractions. This could be music that drowns out the din of the subway, a special drink you have on hand only when you write, or even a simple five minutes of meditation to clear your mind before you dive in. And finally, writers, let's talk about finding a healthy writing mindset. You've chosen to make writing a priority in your life, you've found the time to make it happen, and you've created as ideal of a physical and digital workspace as you can manage. If you still don't feel confident in your ability to build a creative practice, however, it may be time to tackle your mindset. Tip number one, change your viewpoint. 
Often, building a writing habit requires that we deny ourselves other pleasures, and so we tell ourselves that we can't indulge until we've finished our writing for the day. But the word can't can be incredibly limiting. I can't watch TV. I can't go to that party. I can't scroll Instagram. Can't leaves us craving what we shouldn't have and feeling guilty when we mess up. So instead of saying that you can't, try saying that you don't. I don't watch TV until I've written my words for the day. I don't go to parties that conflict with my writing deadlines. I don't scroll Instagram because I know it's a procrastination trigger for me. Where can't leaves us feeling deprived, don't helps us feel empowered in our choice to pursue our writing goals with intention. Tip number two, figure out your motivation triggers. The blank page is intimidating, no doubt. If you often find yourself struggling to show up and get the work done, know that you aren't alone. Procrastination is common among even the most passionate of writers, and many love the experience of having written more than the writing itself. Still, we need to overcome this procrastination if we're to rock our writing routines, which means it's time to figure out how we can motivate ourselves to action. Motivation triggers can come in the forms of a self-imposed deadline, a reward or punishment system, a little epic goal setting, and more. I've left a link to an article on this topic for you in today's transcript at well-droid.com routine. Tip number three, know your limits. We only have so much creative energy to go around. No matter how badly we'd like to write, 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 we're only setting ourselves up for disaster if we don't heed the signs of writing burnout. These signs may look a little different for every writer, but generally, if you're struggling to compose even the simplest of sentences, you've worked too hard. And when writing burnout hits, you can throw your writing routine out the window. Going forward, take care to recognize and honor your creative limits. This may mean taking a short break from your regularly scheduled writing program, spending more time filling your creative well, or simply cutting back on your daily or weekly goals for your writing life. And finally, tip number four, get real about what writing success means to you. You are a writer, and you are your own writer. The more confident you grow in your love of the craft, and the more you refuse to compare yourself with other writers, the more fulfillment you'll find in your personal creative practice. And the definition of fulfillment? That's personal to you as well. Building a feel-free writing routine begins with understanding what writing success means to you. Do you know what you want from your writing life? Do you know why you want it? Discover these truths, then learn to love every step in your journey to make that version of success your reality. You've got this, writer. Once again, I've left links for you concerning how you can figure out your definition of writing success and what's going to motivate you to take action in today's transcript, link in today's episode description. Building a creative practice that suits your stories, your style, and your schedule will likely take a bit of time and exploration but don't be afraid to invest in this experiment. In finding the tools, tips, and techniques that work for you, you'll build a writing routine that leaves you feeling free to flourish, writer. Thank you for listening in today, writers. I hope you found today's episode helpful if you've been struggling to build a writing routine that works for you. 
This is something I admittedly frequently struggle with as well. I tend to go through periods of demotivation and have a lot of highs and lows in my creative process, and I'm learning to accept this about myself. I think that's a major part of building a healthy writing routine as well. Accepting who you are and what your creativity looks like, even if it's not what ideally you would want it to look like. We have to work with what we're given, right? If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you could leave a quick rating and review as well, that would mean so, so much. It goes a long way toward helping the podcast grow. So thank you for that. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all that I create for Wells to Read, you can also become a patron over at patreon.com slash If you don't know, Patreon is where you can support your favorite creators for as little as $1 a month. So if you would like to get involved and help support Wells to Read, I will leave that Patreon link for you in today's episode description. Again, writers, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, very happy writing to you.